0: Welcome into to another episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. I am your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you from not the Tesla studios today, but actually my work offices here on Friday evening. A feel-good Friday evening, April 2nd, 2021. I have a very special episode for you guys today. I had a guest on, my buddy Wade Willis from high school. Now, we had a pretty good conversation talking everything from football to basketball to you know UFC combat sports a little bit of Star Wars you know it was a nice long conversation I was pretty pumped that he was able to join so you know welcome in Wade Willis <music> Thank you for joining me. I'm super stoked for having you on. You know, um, I think this is probably coming on what, like 13 years since we've actually probably talked to each other like face-to-face or in person. Like, so I'm pretty stoked to have you on, man.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think 13 years for sure, because uh I went to the reunion, but no one went to that. So that
0: was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely one of those things that, you know, when the reunion came around, it was like. I know when I knew it hit me up. So I was like, well, you know what? I think I'm going to take my chances and probably not go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Then I figured, you know what? It's like the people that I'm probably going to end up talking to. It's like, it'll end up working out, you know, like, Hey, you know, us getting together to record yeah. <laughs> this thing. So I'm pretty stoked at that, you know, cause even though it doesn't seem like that long, because, you know, we've been friends with on Facebook for a while. And I feel like I've been kind of somewhat keeping up with, you know, your life a bit, you know, so for any of the, anyone listening that doesn't know, you know, this is, you know, a podcast that focuses a lot on sports and, you know, I, I didn't even properly introduce you. Wade Willis from Wade Willis Comedy. You know, he's someone I went to high school with. and, And as I mentioned, it's a sports podcast, so... Wade Willis is probably one of the most accomplished athletes that I actually have the privilege of knowing. He's a state champion wrestler. He's a division one wrestler. He's four years at American university college. He coached wrestling for a number of years after that. And now he's got a big boy job. He's a, he runs the Wade Willis YouTube channel. He's a comedian. He's a Sith Lord. Yeah, man. So (laughs) I'm super pumped to have you on dude. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. This is a, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I've been following your podcast since you started it, and uh yeah, I mean, we have uh some different takes on things, so I thought it would be uh, fun to definitely <laughs> talk about some of the stuff. I know you're huge into the Patriots and everything, so
0: yeah, uh, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, I'm, you know, it's it's funny because you know, when you actually had reached out to me about showing interest about wanting to come on the show, I thought it was perfect because I think it had come on the heels of probably less than a month after that so when I started this show the very first episode I had it was one day I was just and it's funny because it kind of like set the foundation for me doing this entire show I just was dicking around and I had made a list of quarterbacks top 10 quarterbacks that I would want (laughs) to start my NFL franchise with and I felt like you know that had different criteria of like okay like if I'm an owner or a GM, I had any quarterback, you know, and I'm just like, you know, looking 10, 15 years down the line, you know, I had made a list of people. And one of the most notable quarterbacks that I did happen to leave out of my top 10 happened to be Lamar Jackson. And, you know, it was something that people, you know, just friends of mine at work, we're kind of, you know, we're, you know, I feel like there's two sides. There's a people that like Lamar Jackson, and there's people that think that, you know, the type of quarterback that he is probably isn't, you know, the most, conducive for long-term success for a team so Mm -hmm. you know I kind of definitely got uh, sucked into one of those online arguments that you'd have with random people (laughs) online it definitely it's one of those things that started off where like I casually at lunch just threw out I think they had like a list of people like I think Max Kellerman was like oh I take like these quarterbacks over Lamar Jackson and I casually threw out like oh I take like Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray over that And like dude someone got so pissed and it was one of those things where I was at work And I was like on the microscope and like, you could just like feel it burning on the back of your neck. Like, oh, someone responded. And I just like, dude, got sucked doing it all afternoon. And I'm just like, dude, fuck this guy. And then all of a sudden I see, I see see Thomas Wade is replied. I was like, oh, dude, Finally, someone I know probably coming in my defense. (laughs) Hell yeah. And then it was like, you were just like jumping on it. And like, already I'm like annoyed at work. Like I'm in my lab coat. Like, I was like, oh, fucking Thomas, dude. And then like, sure. (laughs) shit, I was like. Wait a second! Like, hit your profile picture, and I was like, oh, "He's a fucking Ravens fan, I think." So, it kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so that made a little sense to me. So I was like, "All right, you know," and you know, because I guess I want to like preface with like my Lamar Jackson talk it's like I I think he's a great player and like mm-hmm. I think his 2019 was one of the best seasons as a quarterback like you could see like you know it's, I think it's reminiscent of when Cam Newton in 2015 when he seemed unstoppable and stuff mm-hmm. and I guess it's just when I was kind of talking and I was trying to get my point across. And there's no, there's no ever getting your point across in a Facebook comment argument thing. that's that's (laughs) never going to happen. And I think I learned my lesson that day, but I guess it was just more, I'm not trying, like when I was like, you know, when I made my top 10 list or when I, when I'm saying I would choose a, a list of quarterbacks ahead of him, it's not saying that I don't think he's good or what he's accomplished isn't good. It's just more like, I kind of am under the belief that I think, we've seen the best of Lamar Jackson, I guess. Like, I think 2019, I don't see it getting much better. And I'm more just thinking of it as, like, you know, last year you had at the beginning of the season where he was calling out that the defense knew the plays that they were Mm -hmm. running. And that it just kind of seems like, you know, he did kind of regress a bit just in, you know, just throwing the ball last year. And I know we can make the argument that there's not really much, you know, in terms of pass catchers and at Baltimore. I mean, (laughs) the Hollywood Brown is like... (laughs) yeah Yeah,
1: he should be north hollywood brown he doesn't deserve regular hollywood brown he's he's not very good
0: yeah no and i feel like every especially like you know i'm listening to like fantasy football podcasts it's like he was always just like oh like hollywood brown's gonna bring it's just it never happens you know and i feel like it's like you guys try to supplement that with like oh let's bring in sammy watkins and i'm like dude that's just another fucking guy that's just like if he's on your fantasy team it's like You
1: know, fantasy. I don't think either of those guys will be good at all. I think Sammy Watkins will help out a lot, and I, I think so for Lamar. In my opinion, like stat-wise, you're right. He will never be like what he was that one because no one will ever have that season again because it was over a thousand yards rushing. He had the most touchdown passes too. Just everything about it was fantastic and then he lost in the playoffs this year stats were worse and he won in the playoffs a game and uh, like my thing with him uh, his offensive line was worse this year um and like especially like you watch the bills game uh with lamar like josh allen everyone's on josh allen's d like non-stop and they're like oh he's amazing he really did not play that much better than lamar jackson in that game and he had way more time to throw. He wasn't having the ball thrown over his head the whole time. And Diggs is a legit like first option receiver too. And that's, you saw him take a step forward once he had that receiver and like Kyler Murray, he has uh, another top tier receiver. Like that, that's another guy that I know you had listed in your thing. And Lamar's never had someone that you could just throw 50, 50 balls to. And I think if he had someone like that we could see another uh him take another step forward. Um but I do understand I don't think he's the best quarterback. I think I would pick him towards the top because you look at all the games he's won like most teams are not going to win a Super Bowl. So like are you trying to have a good team all the time? I would say if you're trying to have a good team all the time, he's one of the best people to start your team around because look how the Ravens have been since they had him. Uh most i mean his win percentage is what like 75 percent or something insane so uh but i do understand this year wasn't as good statistically and uh i mean do you uh move what's your opinion on um Deshaun Watson, like, would you take him ahead now, like, with everything going on? (laughs) Or I would, I would maybe not put my team around him right now.
0: It's it's funny because you know Deshaun Watson is definitely you know one of the people that I had you know like ranked Mm -hmm. ahead of Lamar Jackson. And you know I look at people, you know, for example, when you're looking at like a mobile quarterback, and I look at you know you got Lamar Jackson, you know, Deshaun Watson is relatively mobile Mm -hmm. and elusive. You got Kyler Murray who's very fast and elusive, and like even Russell Wilson. And I guess the thing. That I think that like when I look at those like four quarterbacks and I see the difference is I just feel like you know it's like there's a reason why running backs aren't like in the league for very long it's like their durability goes down I feel like once the running goes away it's like so when I look at a running quarterback or a mobile quarterback I kind of see like how's their arm you look at like Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray like those dudes were like have MLB caliber arms like those guys like when they, and they have like zip on the ball like just seeing the eye test like I mean that 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 pass that Kyler Murray threw to uh Hopkins at the yeah. end to beat the Bills like he was like running like to his left and just like hit a fucking dime like from like almost like 50 yards out and it's just like that's kind of like one of those things where I see I'm like I don't quite see Lamar doing that, you know, like when it, like I feel like when the Ravens, if they're down by seven or 10, like I almost feel like that's one of the hot, like in-game bets. Like I'm not really going to put like, you know, yeah. cause it's, yeah, like I don't, and I don't know if that's whether, you know, if he had someone like a Deandre Hopkins or a Stefan Diggs, if that changes it a bit, I, but like,
1: yeah, no, that, and that's a valid, this. Th- Cause I see that's like a really common take that like, and I under, not super common, but a lot of people, especially with just dis- like Kyler Murray was the big one. And like Kyler Murray didn't even make it to the playoffs again. And it's like, he can make cooler passes. And like, he's really quick too. I don't, I think he will. And this is knock on wood. Cause I don't want to jinx him, but he seems less uh, durable than Lamar already. And he can make some of those catch it or uh, passes, but I don't, uh, I had a, I thought he would actually, I thought that argument was probably better in the beginning of last year. And then I feel like he sort of regressed in the middle of the year. And I, I sort of lost faith in him. Uh, and I like him as a quarterback a lot. Um, and I guess like my thing with Deshaun Watson, he had Deandre Hopkins makes it to the playoffs loses them and yes his stats were great this year but how many times was it like garbage time like stats like i i just and i i get crucified by people like by saying that all the time but i i just i'm not and this isn't anything with him getting massages or anything i just (laughs) something about him i just i feel like he's very overrated i can understand why people think he's better than lamar but i don't think he's like the second coming like just he hasn't really done anything. He's won one playoff game too. And then when he didn't have a top five receiver, they won what, like four or five games. Like, I, I don't know. That's just how I kind of feel about him, but
0: yeah, I, no, I think it's like with him, it's like, I've always kind of, been a little high on him just because I felt like going into the NFL like I felt like he didn't get much like you know for being a guy who literally led his team to a national championship won a Heisman it's just like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's sometimes like it's funny because like me and my buddy were talking about it when like they're evaluating for example like NBA draft prospects it's like how is it (laughs) like how do you like you know it's like for example you have one guy who's like averaging 25 points a game in college but they're like he's not even like like in the, like he's not even gonna be drafted. So true, and then, like, yeah. you know, you got a guy who went, you know, so in the NFL, it's like this guy, like, literally won a Heisman. It's like beats Alabama in the national championship. And it's like Alabama, a team that, like, is just, filled with nfl it's like it's mm-hmm. basically an NFL, a future nfl roster so that's why i always kind of like well dude like this guy's obviously like a fucking stud and like you know every it just seems like every time I, like i like a lot of like let's be real at the end of the day like i'm not an nfl expert and that's kind of one of the no. things with this, <laughs> it's like with this show is like what i like to you know what i want this show to be is like at the end of the day it's like one of my favorite things at work is that 15 minute copy break to just shoot the shit with your boys and at the end of the day all the boys, dude, we're just, like, kind of just speaking out of our ass. And, like, so oh, when I yeah. see, like, Deshaun Watson, it's just, like, I don't know how many times, like, I've watched him and I'm, like, oh, this guy's about to get sacked and then he just makes a fucking great play or just, like, you know, like, I I think maybe I'm still scorned, like, two years ago in week one of the fantasy football season and the regular season, like, I had the fucking win and then Deshaun Watson just, like, beat the Saints and, like, tw- with, like, 20 seconds left yeah. and, like, yeah, just drove down the field. So, like, you know... <sighs> I don't know. Like, it's like, yeah. I get, <laughs> I get
1: nervous with he, the thing with him too, I guess, Deshaun Watson, like, especially this year, it seemed like at the end of the game, he, there were, I think three games that he like totally screwed it up at the end that they could have won. Uh, and, but he is really good. He can throw that ball. looks really pretty. And it, he does all the theatric things. Like it's, it's kind of like, Mahomes in the Super Bowl like he looked like he was going so hard but wasn't doing anything like not re- like yeah. running around and then like throwing it at someone as hard as you can when they're not ready to, for the ball like I, I mean it looks cool and it makes you look like a boss but did, are you going to win like maybe <laughs> you
0: know it's definitely interesting also to kind of see how the media treats different people cuz it's like for yeah. example like you know it's like Mahomes didn't really like you know it's like you look at his stats or whatever and it's like for example like I feel like Lamar Jackson doesn't get that liberty. Like, if he has a shitty game, it's like, it's just <laughs> no. like, he fucking sucks. Like, he's a running back at quarterback. And like, meanwhile, Mahomes, it's like, oh, well, he's hitting his receivers in the fucking mask. Like, look at this throw out of bounds. Like, he could have gotten it. So it is just kind of interesting to like, yeah. you know, like L-
1: Lamar has the highest percentage of drops in the league. And like, people are like, oh, he's like, it, it's just, and like, I understand he's not the best thrower of football. And, um, but yeah, I, I kind of okay. I and this is not this is kind of off topic of how the media portrays people. Aaron Rodgers is the one that I feel like gets hyped up the most. And it's like, after he won one Super Bowl, what the hell has he done? He's played a lot, a lot of not very good teams, gotten in the playoffs, and I and he laid a huge egg this year against the Bucks, like. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it is really he crazy some on the
1: coach. But I mean, he also played like shit too. like and could have run it in to the end zone and then just froze, too. So I don't how you can play that horribly in the end of a game and get a pass and have them blame it on your coach and that uh, I don't no, know for reals
0: I think Aaron Rodgers like it's kind of funny how like he's almost like he's always in the goat conversation and I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of like you know the guys that actually know football are like oh no he makes the type of throws that no one can make but like I feel like in a way it's like you know like Peyton Manning for example like got so much shit for like not being a winner and like he's won two Super Bowls and it's like I mean he kept getting knocked out of the playoffs but he at least would you know get there and it's like but I feel like Aaron Rodgers doesn't have like I feel like that same narrative like it's always just like oh he's like one of the greatest of all time like he's a bad man and it's like he's literally yeah like you said it's like he's only has one Super Bowl and it's just like basically a decade of coming up short you know like you can say that the Packers the only reason they're relevant every year a lot of times is because they have Aaron Rodgers. So I think maybe that's like the arguments like, Oh, well he's making them relevant every year. But like, for example, last year, like he really did lay an egg. Like, I mean, he Mm -hmm. was playing at MVP level like they were at home at Lambeau and couldn't get it done. Like, I mean, Tampa Bay is obviously fucking good, but like, I felt like that was their game to win. (laughs) Like it really was like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's like, is Drew Brees even comparable? Like you have to. Peyton Manning was going against Tom Brady in the AFC every single time, and you have like, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger. The Ravens had good teams in that time period too. And it's like in the NFC, what'd you have like Eli Manning once in a while when he was playing good, and like Drew Brees who also chokes in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. It, he should have made it more times in the Super Bowl. There's no real excuse. I guess you can. Seattle and stuff too but I, I mean uh, it's yeah. not the same as trying to go against Tom Brady every single year to make it to the Super Bowl
0: yeah no definitely that's why I think it's kind of and it just seems like every year it's like they always like go into the offseason with like okay like they need to give Aaron Rodgers some weapons and I feel like they just like never fucking do it yeah like you know, like it's, like, yeah, like, you know it's like there's so many wide receivers available so I like I don't know if like yeah like for example like I know that you know baltimore they really could have used you know probably a a wide receiver too and like they brought in sammy Watkins. so i'm 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 assuming like for example like green bay and baltimore they're probably gonna look for wide receivers in the draft like i was looking at this upcoming rookie draft and there's so many wide receivers like so many yeah
1: all the good ones i think will go in like the top 15 though which kind of but you never know wide receiver is such a weird position you can get like an all-time great wide receiver in like second round third round like all it happens all the time but dk metcalf
0: like went in the second round i think like yeah yeah
1: so it wide receiver is really weird um i think the ravens will probably go like second round probably go for a wide receiver uh but uh yeah
0: they're like as we were mentioning earlier it's like it's like you know, how we were like with how Josh Allen, how he got Stefan Diggs and Mm -hmm. it really just changed the vertical passing game. I wonder if they're even thinking if like, okay, like, for example, if they would have brought in a Kenny Galladay, like would they have even been able to use Kenny Galladay in that vertical passing game? Or like, because the way the Ravens offense, I feel like runs, it's like, they almost probably could just like benefit from just having like, you know, beefing up that offensive line, I guess, and just the defense. Like, I don't know. Cause it does seem like, yeah, the Ravens are kind of, They had they played their best when they got their running game going last year. Like
1: yeah, once they switched to Dobbins, that yeah change changed changed the team because then you had and that's kind of what hurt them the year before in the playoffs because Ingram got hurt and he I think he had like seven carries in the playoff game they lost and it's like once they switched to Dobbins and I love Ingram but he's not like you said running backs age so so quickly he he's done now and once they switched to Dobbins it's game changer for them and they do need someone I I do think maybe Watkins was a really good pick for them because they didn't have to pay that much for them either it's for one year the Ravens are one thing I'd say about them they're pretty smart with how they spend their money in like the off season because like they're uh the tackle they picked up um sorry the guard um Zeitler Zeitler, uh Mm he I believe they got a pick for him too when they picked him. so it's like they picked him up they got a pick also like they're really smart with how they do those a a lot of their decisions um which is something your team like the Patriots like usually do and then you guys like made it rain this year in the offseason so I I know know. (laughs) I'm surprised
0: well and you mentioning that about the Ravens that's kind of one of the things that gave me a little pause for celebrating the Matt Judon signing because Mm. I just like like he's Good, or like, or at least that's what I believe is good. But then, like, the Ravens let him go. Like, that's kind of like it. Just kind of makes me be like, because he, like, when I saw that the Ravens' upcoming free agents, it's like I think it was just Judon, and I forget one other guy. And so I thought, uh, like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I thought for sure they're gonna bring Judon back. So I was kind of like, when he came to the Patriots, it's like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> like, yeah. <you> know?
1: he, <laughs> he's very good. Uh, the thing with the defense, I feel like they are, especially like one they almost get no pressure to the to the quarterback um they have their pass rush is pretty bad they blitz more than one of the most out of the team that's how the only way they can get pressure and Judon's good i think he had some of the best stats against the run so that's good for you guys i think you overpaid for sure by like uh, at least seven eight million probably but we had the money to spend
0: (laughs) yeah you had the
1: money to spend you might as well spend it but i wouldn't have the Ravens are pretty, yeah, they'll, they're like, no, we're not going to pay that for the, that's, he, it's like Ray Lewis money. They're not going to pay him that much money. And I, yeah, I don't, I think he'll do well for you guys, but I think you will probably regret paying that much money. Uh, Cause you could probably spend 30 million less and have a slight drop down of a, <laughs> of a player on defense and and I do feel like the defense looks better for the Ravens because of how good their run game is. Because they're off the field so much that the Ravens defense is super fresh because they're running it down their throats on the offensive end. And I think that makes their defense look a little better than they are. Um, but that's just my opinion. How you can prove that, I don't know. I, it's just,
0: it again, <laughs> yeah. me
1: throwing with my theories but yeah
0: no for sure and yeah no I think uh you know with New England kind of going a little you know not their normal self this offseason I don't know if you saw Robert Kraft like a couple days ago and he basically said that the reason why they went crazy in the free agency is because they like missed in the past couple drafts so I mean hey I guess like going seven and nine as the Patriots it's like you know I guess that does light a little sense of urgency under there but like I don't know. It's one of those things that now, like in hindsight, looking back, I was pretty stoked those first couple of days of free agency, but like, I don't know. I feel like you look at a lot of teams that do end up doing this every year in the off season. It like almost never fucking works yeah. out. And especially in football where it's like, it's like, it's such a team sport. And I feel like that's what made the Patriots so good is because they just like develop these dudes, they get rid of people early. And it's just like this like perfect machine. And now they're just like Getting a bunch of dudes together and like, hey, like, I mean, they gave Nelson Aguilar two years, $26 million. I'm like, dude,
1: I was about to bring that up to you because that that was one good year. And he, no, because
0: dude, Nelson Aguilar to me is famous for, I don't know if you remember the news thing from like a couple of years ago. And like, there's the burning building and the guy's catching babies. And he was like, yeah, unlike Aguilar. And I'm like, that's the guy you're going to give 13 million a year to.
1: He got he got more than Sammy Watkins, right? Uh, yeah, do think you so. think he's better? I don't think so. Like, no, I don't know. He had like one good year, I don't. and a, but like horrible years before that, I don't know what.
0: Yeah, I hate- no, I know. It's like when they brought in, it was like him and like Kendrick Bourne, and I was like. I guess, like, you know, I mean, like, it just made, it just told me that, like, the wide receivers were asking for a lot of money, like, Will Ferrell and Gall. That's what I was like, okay, those dudes must be asking for a lot of fucking money if yeah. if Aguilar got 13 a year. <laughs>
1: like, I, I can't believe he got that much. Yeah. Who else was willing to pay that much is my question.
0: Probably, I don't know, man, but that's the... That- yeah, it was almost like where the Patriots bidding against themselves because they also signed him like right at the beginning of free agency. So right. like, yeah.
1: I, know. I, I could see if it's at the end or like a few days in and there's like teams bidding back and forth. But I mean, right at the beginning, I don't I don't see how that's. But I was, maybe he'll be good and I'll and you can make fun of me later. But I thought that was kind of no, I'm, I'm that was the worst not- one to me of all of them.
0: Yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to make fun of you because, like, I totally agree <laughs> with you because I was definitely, like, shaking my head on that one. Like, I was, like, I, it's, like, for how stoked I was to, like, you know, bring back the double tight end set with Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, which I think will be pretty sick. And yeah, I think that'll help Cam Newton. So, like, you know, like, with Cam Newton, I think, you know, I'm not a 100% out on him because let's be real. I mean, look at what Tom Brady did when he left the Patriots and got some weapons. So, like, uh, you never know. I mean, it's, like, so I'm kind of, like, you know, like we'll for sure know if Cam Newton's done or not. You know, right? And, and you know, and I guess like seeing, I guess you know, like to to bring this all back around to Lamar Jackson. I think one of the reasons why I think that he does get so much is that like you know, you think of like over the past decade, decade and a half, like some of the most electric like mobile quarterbacks, like Michael Vick, like RG three, Cam Newton, all these guys that really just took the league by storm. But I just felt like it was always just like diminishing returns like the longer they went and i whether it be by injury like rg3 where i still remember his knee going like a completely different direction in that playoff game that was like such a bummer to watch you know and then like cam newton just i felt like a lot of people thought he was going to be durable enough because it's so big but like there's only so much like
1: uh, the refs i i actually I never liked Cam Newton really. Uh, he's grown on me more. Like I actually kind of like hated him in the beginning and the, the abuse, the refs, like let him go through, they, he got hit harder than probably any other quarterback's been, been hit in a long time. They would just let him get destroyed. And I think, I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons he is how he is now. I mean, hopefully they can get him a bionic arm or something to be able to throw more than 10 <laughs> yeah. yards, But yeah, I don't – the RG3 thing too, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard he was not like super – he didn't really try to get better and like learn defenses and stuff. Like I've heard that from a few people that he wasn't like a – he didn't really try to learn the game and continue to better himself and like learn defenses, and that was part of his – issue too but I, I could be wrong on that but. so i'm
0: not 100 sure on that but i mean as a ravens fan you saw him come in and try to play quarterback for you guys last year and yeah so, i mean from that i mean i don't think he uh, yeah, he ain't, uh, <laughs> he's
1: not he's a shell of himself like michael vick though he actually i mean he went to prison and came back and still played a few good years after so yeah i but he he's built completely different uh than lamar i we I think we got four more years with Lamar that we could hope at most that like we can hope for that are really well, unless he develops like to be an amazing passer. But I think we have three to four more good years where he's still going to be electric. And then after that, it's not going to be good. Okay. But, so,
0: so for example, cause I think that he's due for big money after this year. Yeah. Would you be comfortable with the Ravens giving him the type of contract that Dak Prescott got, or would you want the Ravens to like invest that money somewhere else and try again with someone new?
1: I, I would, you have to give it to him because I don't think, I mean, they gave the, you have to, I, I mean, how many, because in the draft anyone in the but any quarterback in the first round is like 50% bust so you never yeah. know I mean they got lucky two years in a two times in a row having going from F- Flacco which I mean he's not good now but you won a Super Bowl and was like his if you look at his playoff record it is pretty impressive like he's up there like was a really good quarterbacks well i
0: feel like he's like almost like eli manning where like you know during the regular season it's like all right whatever but like they oh, become yeah. someone they, they, they got that he's, clutch gene dude like i
1: i was actually and i i'm a huge lamar fan but when they would not bench him in the, that playoff game i was like you got to put flacco in like that first year i was like come on this is when it's time to shine time. i uh, i understand why they kept with lamar because he's so young but I, you got to give him the money. I honestly think he's because his mom's his agent. I think that you might get a better deal than you got with Dak Prescott. So uh, I, I uh, the Dak Prescott money is a bit much in my opinion, but.
0: And I don't know how the Cowboys keep doing it. Like, I feel like every year it's like, Oh, DeMarcus Lawrence just got signed to the biggest contract for defensive ends. And same with Zeke Elliott for running backs. And it's just like, how do the, how the hell like in. So they suck yeah no no it really is and it, it's okay so like you know i don't know how many people know this people close to me know this and you know i'm a patriots fan but like what are probably the two most detest, like besides the patriots what's the most detestable fan base out there for nfl
1: it's cowboys yeah Easily. so
0: i i root for the cowboys as well because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my brother and dad are cowboys fans so by default and you know it's my wife she's like you know, especially like last year was kind of a down year for the Patriots. And of course the Cowboys, let's be real weeks, 15, 16, and 17, they give you a little bit of fucking hope that they're going to do something just to pull out the rug from under you. And it's funny. Cause I, you know, my wife's like, why do you even root for these guys? They suck. And I'm like, it's just like with the Los Angeles Kings, they'll suck for like 20 years and maybe they'll win. And when they do, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> like, so
1: They're yeah. the NFC team. I actually root for every year too. Cause my dad's okay. a huge Cowboys fan. So I, but I like, it's like a it's like a clown car Watch it like just everything that goes on my dad he used to get like when I was younger and they were still kind of competitive he would be like get like all heated about stuff and then now we just like laugh about it and make fun of after you go through Tony Romo I mean you could got to be ready for anything like just like no for a quarterback who's like so good and then just at the worst times, throws the worst interception ever. Like he was just, that's just the Cowboys to a T. Like they found someone they shouldn't have even found. Same with Dak Prescott. They should have so lucky with both those in a row. But uh, yeah, Romo. And I mean, with him, not to bash the Cowboys too much. I mean, they're fun to bash on. But Romo, like our family, we hate him as an announcer. He's probably the best announcer. But we're like, if he spent this much time studying these defenses when he was actually quarterback he probably would have won one or two Super Bowls like he knows everything that's going on I'm like why did he throw all these picks in important times like when he was playing if he knew no for reals
0: (laughs) and it's like and he's so smug about it and like you said it's like dude you dick like why were you doing that when you were playing yeah and I feel like the Cowboys it's almost like it's comical because I feel like you almost know going to every game, how it's going to go. It's like, Oh, it's a big game for the Cowboys. Like if they win, like we're going to be like in first place (laughs) or something. And you know, what's going to happen. They're going to go out. The other team's going to score a a touchdown. They're going to go three and out. The other team's going to score again. They're going to go three and out one more time. And like, they always put themselves, I feel like in a 17 to zero hole, a 21 to zero hole. And then like, then they lose barely at the end and you're like god damn it and it's like and that's one of the things I think with Dak Prescott where I'm like obviously he's really good like last year he was thrown for over like 400 yards a game Mm -hmm. but the argument I was making my brother is like but they were falling behind like by 17 20 points a game and like that's why they had to keep just airing the ball out and it's like and if you're giving up over 40 points a game it's like sure like your numbers like so I, I definitely think like his numbers are inflated. Like, so. Oh, 100% yeah.
1: <laughs> they're inflated. He is the, he's garbage time master. Like he's, if you're down by 17, you like, you're going to throw for some crazy, crazy. Yard. I, I saw a thing. I think it was Kurt Warner he threw for like over 500 and something yards one game. And he was like, oh yeah, we lost. And we were down by like, 20. he was making fun of himself. And he's like, we were down by like 20 in the first quarter. And he's like, I had to just throw it. And no, for like, real. Yeah. You're going to get yards. I mean, yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, is he better than he's top 10? I guess. I don't
0: uh, so like he's see now it's funny talking about it it's like now I remember and that from that Facebook thing I remember saying Joe Burrow Kyler Murray and I think I threw in Dak and I remember and that was yeah and I remember like you know trust me it was one of those ones where I was like oh I can't back up on this now because the guy's like really coming at me but like I Dak was the one I was least confident about just because I do kind of feel like he like I like I don't know like I think I probably would take for example uh, but then again, you know, Kyler Murray's durability. I don't know. It's weird because like
1: Burrow you know, is older than Lamar Jackson, I think, isn't he? Yeah, no it is. it's like <laughs> Burrow had one good year in college and sucked really before that. So it's like, was that an anomaly? Like, I think he is really good. So yeah. I, I, I I wouldn't pick him because he's already got hurt one year, like, and was out for like a whole, what, half the year. He's very good. But I mean, he's a year older than Lamar. I don't know one of my best friends is this Bengals fan. And he's like, he's so into it. He'll be like, Oh dude, we picked up this guy. He's like a backup tackle. And I'm like, dog, I'm not going to remember anything you tell me about this, nor do I care. I, I, I do. I'm excited for the Bengals for you. I'm going to root against them when they go against the Ravens, but he knows like, he's like, Oh, they're screwed over. Like he'll, the amount he knows is like truly impressive and scary uh, about the Bengals, But I, I I don't know if I'd pick Burrow. Uh I could see that argument, but he is older than Lamar. No, so that's, that's
0: that is kind of what's crazy is that Lamar is like what only 23, like he just turned 23, yeah. so it's like yeah, I forget how young he is. And you know, I think with like Joe Burrow, like it's just he is that traditional like, you know, pocket passer can just like make all the plays and like and that's what does suck that he ended up getting hurt last year cuz I felt like in the weeks leading up to him getting mm-hmm. hurt, everyone kept talking about like, dude, like the Bengals have got to protect this guy or they're not going to have a fucking quarterback. And it's like, it is just such a shame. Cause I mean, like, you know, it's like, yeah, he, I mean, he was getting slaughtered last year and I think he had the, like up until the point he got hurt, he had the most pass attempts and it's like for a rookie. Like, so it's, he's, you know, it's he's yeah. really
1: freaking good. I, yeah. I, uh I put him above um see him and her, I put him up. Everyone's on Herbert right now, which again, I I think Burrow's a lot better than Herbert personally. Like Herbert was really good this year. There's no pressure. And it seems like for me with him compared to Burrow, Burrow's team just sucked. And Herbert actually had a lot better like, Pieces on that team, they. I. I don't know what the hell it is with the freaking Chargers. They just find a way to lose every game. Oh yeah. But at a certain point, he will get leads, and then he, like Herbert, almost disappears for like a quarter in every game. Am I the only one who thinks I don't? I feel like he disappears for a quarter, and then they're losing, and then he's like, oh, and then like does it come back and loses? And I don't. It's strange. I don't. I don't get it. But it seems like the third quarter or second quarter, he. He just is not relevant for part of the game. It's it's weird.
0: See, I think the things with Justin Herbert is that, like, I think going into last year's draft, there were so many people that are just like, ah, oh, like, he's not going to be good in the NFL. Like, he can't make the reads and stuff. And I feel like two things that, like, a lot of – I think that people are really hyped on him, and at least for me, what makes me hyped on him is that he's a, he was a lot better than I thought he would be. Like, yep. I thought he performed mm-hmm. – And, like, he came in at, like, at the beginning of the season and just, like, killed it. And then I didn't realize that that dude was 6'5". <laughs> like, so it's like, oh, geez, like, that's a fucking monster. I realized like, dude, like, when like, when you're bigger than everyone on the field, like I was like, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why I like Josh Allen, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his as well. So I was like, you got 6'5", dude, big arm, semi mobile, like, I'm like, dude, that's just like. I can't even imagine like a defensive end coming in to try to like fucking bring this guy down, you know, like, well, they're not even
1: allowed to really either. So,
0: (laughs) well, it depends on who you are because like you said, it's like Cam Newton, Newton they're going to slaughter. Yeah. Like (laughs) Tom Brady, you you tap his helmet and they're going to call you for roughing the passer, which is like completely insane to me. So yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Alan's gotten pretty good at acting too. Like he'll, I've seen him flop. Like he's an NBA player, like in some things and I'm like, I get so pissed cause I'm, he's, I'm rooting against him, but I'm like, yeah, I can't blame him. Like I, I would do the same thing if I was him, get 15 yards after you had an incompletion. Like, Oh no, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. No, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, you're seeing some of these, uh, the quarterbacks, they're, they're starting to get the European soccer, get the perfect oh, yeah. dive. Like, yeah, no, I never realized like how much of a skill that was until I played like, like work, uh, like intramural soccer or whatever and i had a guy on my team and he was so good at every time he got bumped he would just like fall down flat on his face and he would get a call every time and i was like this fucking guy
1: (laughs) so okay let me let me stop you right there so in intramural (laughs) soccer at work you guys had a guy flop for calls oh my god if that was If I was in that, I would be stepping on his calf with my cleats as I'm going by him. Like, that guy would piss me off. Yeah, no, it was, like,
0: definitely one of those things where I was, like, I don't think he was, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to keep getting calls. I was, like, I think that's just how he played soccer. Like, I think he grew up playing soccer and knew, like, hey, if you get bumped and you just, like, fall down, like, you just got shoved. Like, no, it was definitely one of those, like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, you grew up wrestling. Like, I grew up playing full contact hockey. So, when you're seeing shit like that, it's, like, that goes against, like, everything, like was taught like growing oh, up oh my god
1: <laughs> that's the thing that bothers me the most about soccer like i can't I, I like women's soccer better than men's because the women flop a lot less in my opinion like when i'm watching it i'm like okay like they're just beating each other up like there's some flopping but usually like it's not to the level of uh like academy award level that the men's soccer does it's
0: no, it for is reals, infuriating. And, no, definitely. I especially like you know during the World Cup. It's like you know, oh. like there's yeah. It's like I feel like that's just you're like watching Brazil, and every time Neymar would touch the ball, and like I get it. Like you'd watch, and it's like sure they're playing physical with him, but it's like when you roll five times, like it's like the first time maybe, <laughs> but after that, it's like hey, I've been a kid rolling on grass. Like, you know, you're yeah. you're making that happen. You know, and it, and I think it's insane that these refs just like aren't looking out for it more like i I don't know i would think if i'm like refing soccer games and knowing these fucking dudes are like faking it most of the time like i don't know man like i think it yeah
1: they should have every ref be like a physicist or something and be able to tell like from the force of like the elbow can the person actually fly this far or not that would uh, fix a lot of problems but no
0: it's kind of like being a parent you know like when sometimes when my son falls i know he's just like oh you're fine like I think refs be like, you're fine get up <laughs> like you know like you didn't get cleated like you're chill dude
1: <laughs> I need some of that spray you that'll help me just I maybe I can start lifting more again I don't know that that spray is pretty pretty awesome I gotta say
0: but. yeah dude no definitely the magic spray is uh definitely necessary um Dude, so I wanted to switch topics out of football and and stuff a bit and wanted to ask you about, so Ben Askren, Jake Paul. Yeah. uh, (laughs) It's funny how, you know, I'm a big UFC fan, big boxing fan, and it's like the thing that's capturing the public's attention the most is a YouTuber versus an ex-UFC wrestler. Like, it's...
1: I... And... I love Ashton as a wrestler, like I, people who don't know like wrestling or anything. I like, if you're listening to this, you should watch some of his like highlights. Cause he was like really innovative in wrestling, just the stuff he could do. He was so flexible and it looked like he was going to get like, he'd like go to his own back and it looked like, looks like he's getting pinned. And then he would like get the guy and like cradle. It was just the stuff he could do was next level. And it was so fun to watch. And then UFC, he was not fun to watch. It was actually, I like kind of, I liked him and I thought he was funny, but watching him, it's a horrible product. He would just take people down and kind of barely punch them and just score points. And I hate Jake Paul so much. Like (laughs) I just, but Ashgren, the thing he is worst at in fighting is punching so I, like initially i'm like because i'd seen some of jake paul's like fights and i'm like he sucks like people are like oh he's good he's oh in in practice he's so good. if i hear anyone talk about someone in practice being good i'm gonna like throat chop him because that means absolutely <laughs> nothing but i mean he beat, he knocked out nate robinson me and you could probably outbox Nate Robinson. Like, come on. Like, that's...
0: Like, think so, maybe?
1: Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> that wasn't impressive. And he's just... His fights that I've seen, He he's fighting bums. He does have some power. But I... I think he will win, like, the first three rounds, like, pretty handily. And then I think Ashgren will probably, like, knock him out in the end, just from him getting so tired. Because it's eight rounds, isn't it?
0: yeah
1: what's he the most he's done five
0: if that i was i don't even know if he's gone that far i I I
1: think he's done like all the ones i've seen are like three rounds he maybe has done five but i don't think he understands how tiring that is because that an (laughs) Ashkin has a gas tank he can fight forever
0: no and the thing is is that like I think people, the last thing they remember of Askren is him getting the flying knee knockout. But that dude's got a fucking chin because the fight before that, he fought Robbie Lawler. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Lawler, like, dumped him on his fucking head, like, yeah and, like hit him a couple times. And, dude, like, he, he was able to, like, keep going. So, like, I mean, I, I, he's not going to go down, like, real quick, like some people might be saying. And the thing is, like, I know that he's primarily a wrestler. Like, I know his MMA training. Like, when you watch his fights. He really was, like, you know... A, kind of a boring like John Fitch like mm-hmm. a more boring GSP and that's one of the reasons why he wasn't in the UFC for so long but like I also like to point out to people is that like you know he trained out of Duke Rufus in Milwaukee and I mean Duke Rufus is a primarily like, kickboxing coach so I have to imagine that he spent the better part of a decade like on top of like jujitsu and wrestling like at least doing some sort of kickboxing and boxing so like you know I feel like So I don't think he's a complete amateur with his fists. And I feel like having that combat experience, you know, like wrestling since he was a teenager, like at the highest level and competing all over the world. Like that's, you know, because it's like it's one thing for like you were saying, like someone to be good at practice. But like it's completely different for someone when they're actually facing pressure. There's a crowd on you like that tense. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's that's definitely one of those huge completely different like and like I, did you watch their press conference last weekend
1: yeah I did
0: yeah I don't he know about you like he
1: was getting in his head in my opinion Jake uh, Paul
0: was getting or was or Askin was getting in Jake Paul's head
1: I thought so I I, I thought I, yeah that was my opinion I know I I've seen other people say the opposite way but I Askin's had so many people talk trash to him that like Jake Paul's like responses like at some points it was like a kid like I know you are but what am I like that that's like how it felt in it
0: no it really did it was like it was weird because you could see he still like didn't have the self-awareness that you get with maturity like it Mm -hmm. did seem like a hot-headed like you know like guy in college like at a bar like getting pissed off and like if you notice Askren like he did even shift in his chair like the entire time like he was chill as fuck even when like Jake Paul would like say something it might sound like he got the better of him like Askren was just chill as a cucumber and like meanwhile like it's funny because yesterday I watched on YouTube it was like a it was like a guy that does like body language and he was Aww. pointing out a lot of things that like when Jake Paul would say something like he would touch his face or like adjust in his seat and he was like oh like he doesn't believe this right now like that's a self sue so it was, it was a lot of things that like the first time I watched it, it was like Jake Paul seems rattled and like you know like obviously Ben I it just seemed like Ben Askren got the better of that and then also, when they did the the face-off, like I don't know if you saw the face-off or like they yeah. had remember they originally had it where there was a there was like a plexiglass in between them and Ben Askren just goes like hey Jake, hey Jake. So <laughs> then they then they did it, and it's like, dude, like you could tell like Jake Paul was like trying to be chill, but then as soon as Ben Affleck put his hand in his face, dude, you could tell that Jake Paul just did not know how to fucking react and like threw a fucking the weakest rabbit punch I've ever seen, yeah. and then and then shoved him, and it was like no, it was like when I'm saying that lack of awareness. It's like, do you not see how much of a little bitch you look like right there? Like he looked like a
1: puss for sure. It was it was kind of pitiful. Like the whole thing. Like I, I he's like playing because I think, I think Askren is gonna be able to get into his head a little more and get Jake Paul to, like, use a lot more energy early on. Because like, if you're like. It, you have to be some freak to be able to like just fight angry the whole time. Like it's it like, it's extremely difficult. You need to be like relaxed and like not even care when you're like in a, like in wrestling or anything where you're like fighting someone. Otherwise you're just, you're going to use all your adrenaline and just, that's why I think he's going to have to knock out Ashgren in the first two rounds. Otherwise he's gonna, he's going to feel like death. And I,
0: no, I agree. Because yeah. like I, I I think back of, you know, like when McGregor fought Mayweather, I think it was like, you know, three, four years ago. It's like McGregor looked great in the first like two, mm-hmm. three rounds. But it's like to box for more than 10 minutes is like crazy, let alone like eight rounds, 12 rounds. So, you know, because I anticipate Askren's probably going to just keep trying to get in close clinch with them try to get them tired try to get them frustrated and that's why i think it's gonna be interesting with jake paul it's like let's see how much of a box you are when it's not going to like your game plan like when you're not facing a guy that's just coming with his chin out so you know i'm definitely you know it's kind of funny like i'm actually pretty looking forward to this (laughs) i
1: I cannot believe yeah me too because i if he fought like an actual buck, cause he was trying to, who was he trying to fight like Mayweather or something? Like, well, I think,
0: I think his older brother was trying to fight Mayweather. Oh,
1: okay. That's okay. I had read something about that and he just, he's not that good of a boxer. He shouldn't, he, if he went into even like amateur, like the people who are going for the Olympics, he would get decimated. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. It's,
1: But I, I get it kind of annoyed when people who are like boxers and stuff are like, oh, well, I'll fight this MMA guy who's really good, but it has to be boxing. I'm like, well, you're not a better fighter than him then because that's, are you going to fight him the next time in UFC? Like, that's the only way it's fair or you do modify it and allow kickboxing because otherwise, like, if you're bringing in this UFC guy and you tell him, oh, it's just boxing, well, you eliminate 95% of what UFC is and it's kind of it doesn't mean that they're a better fighter. And yeah, I mean, I've been in any wrestler that's like been in a fight, like you're not on your feet, just like tagging people in a, in a bar fight. Like you're going to take them down and you're going to beat them up on the ground. So I don't, Whatever it, it's gonna be entertaining. I'm actually excited for it. I was annoyed at first. I'm like, why is he even finding this guy? But then I saw the promo video by Ash. Did you see that?
0: The uh video by where he was like carrying the log. Yeah, like in Rocky,
1: yeah, Rocky Four. I was like, all right, I'm pretty I, I got like pretty pumped for it. So that was I I think it'll go I think he'll win, but the odds are against him, so I don't
0: yeah no I don't know if that's just because like Jake Paul's got such a like a huge following and that like they're just kind of living off the hype of you know what he's done in the past or whatever and uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I the, the thing it's like, I do, you know, I don't, I, I don't know about his boxing skills, but I got to give Jake Paul credit that he's an excellent promoter. Like, you know, oh, it's he's like great. He, he definitely understands that in the fight game, there needs to be a baby face and there needs to be a heel. And that's why I think it's kind of funny to see Ben Askren kind of taking the role of the baby face, like trying to take out this like annoying yeah. dude that everyone hates because it's usually it's Ben Askren's the dude that the big mouth that people want to see yeah. shut up and stuff. So, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I, yeah I'm I'm pumped for it I, I have like one thing I don't I don't know if you talked about this in any of your other ones speaking of uh like people shit talking did you see the stuff with Kevin Durant and Michael Rapaport? I don't know if you talked about it in one of your other podcasts no I didn't it's perfect oh my dude I first of all like like I do com- Michael Rapaport's it's like stand-up comedian so like I try to support like people who also do comedy but I just the pettiness of like posting the things online like I am but it it makes sense cuz both of them are like the least likable people in their like fields like mm-hmm. Michael rapaport that what has he acted in really like they say he's an actor I don't know a single solid thing he's been in
0: he was in friends yeah oh. it, it, yeah he was one of Phoebe's boyfriends I know that
1: <laughs> for like what like five episodes or something
0: probably a good five or six Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> great so I didn't mean, believe me I've not acted at all so I you know he's better at acting than me probably but I just he's trying to get headlines and stuff and but Kevin Durant is there a less likable basketball player out there
0: okay I okay perfect because actually I had written this down because you're, you're you're Celtics fan right
1: well, Clip, Clippers and Celtics and, okay. are the two teams. Oh, you're for, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, who do you think is more unlikable, Kevin Durant or his two other teammates, James Harden or Kyrie Irving?
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, that's like, I, I, okay. So, there's no team I hate more than the Lakers. Like, I hate the, I've, and I've, like, as a Clippers fan, if you grew up in LA, the Lakers fans are the most obnoxious. They're worse than Cowboys fans, in my opinion, like in sports. It's just every year they're going to win it, even if they're like in last place. And I will root for the Lakers in the finals if they go against the Nets, just because it has that collection of every single player I hate on one team. And I actually got to say, I dislike Kevin Durant more because I think Kyrie Irving, like he's just like, I don't want to get him on mental health. He's just like not stable. Like the fact that he believes in like the flat earth thing, like it's just, once I heard that, I'm like, all right, like this guy's just like wild. Like I, I can't, I yeah. can't even deal with this. But um, I saw, I heard someone uh, talk, I can't remember what it was on, but they said, oh yeah, all you need to do to like cover Kyrie or mess him up for the playoffs is like you're covering him and be like, what if everything were on like what if the land is actually water and the water's the land and just like say that to him, like in the first play. And then he'll be like, wait, what? Like it just be thinking about that the whole time. I'm like, no, you could, you could psych him out. I, I really just, Oh man. I go back and forth. I, I the thing with Kevin Durant is that he the way he goes about things is he has the thinnest skin. I think he has the thinnest skin of the three. Uh Harden, I hated how he got fat on purpose and <laughs> then like got himself out of Houston, and I just I hated that. And everything about it pissed me off. There's no way he should win MVP after doing that. Like he's playing amazing. I like how he's playing right now, it's fun to watch but come on. Like you can't put on a fat Albert suit and then ruin in the NBA. They talk about how there's not enough African-American coaches. One gets hired and then you just screw him over because Dude, right? the team has no assets because you made them get rid of all their assets to bring in people that didn't work with you. Cause you're a dickhead. So I, and then you want your, you want out of the team. Like I just, but he plays hard. He doesn't miss games. He, like, he sucked on defense. He's actually gotten better at defense over the years. And uh, uh, the way he plays, I got to give it to him because he doesn't miss. Somehow he's durable as hell. I don't – I know he's out for a few games with, like, a calf thing.
0: Yeah. But
1: I give mm-hmm. him a little bit of an up. Kyrie, I, I actually hate – he's my <laughs> – him and Kate, I mean, that – oh, man, that was a savage one to ask me because I, I hate those – Harden is my I like the most of those three for sure but Kyrie I just because yeah the Celtics thing that is the way he acted on that he makes most teams worse when he goes to them.
0: uh no for reals because it's like that year that he was hurt and what was it like when Tatum and was it Rozier and, and Brown Isaiah they were Thomas like, like, and just killing it yeah and it's like oh okay dude like Kyrie's gonna put this team over the top and like somehow just got worse. oh wait no that wasn't
1: Isaiah Thomas but yeah nope. that was uh that was yeah they were awesome yeah uh, and it was because he was gone yeah and but yeah the year before is where they had Isaiah Thomas and they were great and then Kyrie went and yeah it's yeah but yeah he well and then he gets there and his he's trying to guard Giannis and <laughs> stuff and it's just he oh yeah i one of the games he missed like 20 shots or something and they're like yeah do you think maybe you should have not done that and he's like no i'm a shooter i should have shot even more shots and it's like bro you shot 34 times and missed like 20 like i think maybe don't shoot more than that
0: like that's insane that's why like i can't stand about Kyrie irving is like no matter what he makes it sound like you're just dumb as fuck like you know it's like You know, like with the, with like the smarter, with the, with the flat earth, like I remember like he eventually came out and almost said, like, nah, dude, like I was just like doing like an experiment to see how all y'all would react. And it's just like, fuck you, dude. You keep acting like you're like the smartest guy in the room. But let's be real. Like if he didn't know how to dribble basketball, like you wouldn't be like have the, you know, the clout that you do. And then, you know, and then what's funny with Durant, how you mentioned, it's like he does have like, like, LeBron James would not have burner accounts like I don't know like there's no way like when you're that good when people are literally arguing that you could be like a top five scorer of all time and you literally have to do burner accounts and like I said go and like with these petty things with michael rapaport like i did think it was kind of chicken shit that michael rapaport a dude that's known for just doing rants and all this stuff like yeah when when someone comes at him then he posts it public like he does that shit with like anyone even just regular people that come after him and it's like well dude like if you're gonna like build an online persona that you're just like this best at shit talking and ranting it's like you can't like turn around and like fucking be a pussy about it like i don't know
1: (laughs) although i do have to give it to him that like on his twitter his like picture is him like as six nine who ratted out all those guys so i'm like well (laughs) at least it's on brand at least so i I mean i can't I can't be that mad at him
0: yeah he's not he's definitely not trying to hide it you know (laughs) the
1: the stuff with kd like how like it was like when he tried to which wasn't even an apology they're like oh he apologized that wasn't an apology he's like oh we go harder at each other i'm like dude i mean i don't i i don't have a single friend who i would say anything worse than what you said to this guy like i'm trying to think of worse insults than that like what you were saying to him then talking about his wife uh, like you long jumped over the line for sure dude no for
0: reals with that apology i was like wait you got you guys are, are, are friends like that's not like like I, I, I shit talk with my friends but it's like oh you're such a fucking pussy like you know like that's like yeah. as far as it goes it doesn't go like oh yeah no I mean like when you're like literally like meet me on like six and we're gonna like uh, yeah fuck- It's like KD, really like so if he did show up on six is there going to be a viral video of Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant duking it out in Brooklyn like like (laughs) I
1: I would put my money on Michael Rappaport by the way as like and I don't think he would actually be tough but like KD, like there's no way he's good at fighting
0: yeah do you
1: think he's been in a real fight in his whole life
0: probably not i mean especially like i mean like he probably weighs what like he's six nine probably weighs 200 (laughs) like probably a strong wind could probably blow him over but i think what like i think what made michael rapaport i think look a little worse was because this all came out around the same time that like the dave portnoy the did you see like his lawsuit with like barstool and it got thrown out so it's like i don't know it kind of just seemed like it was like oh man like you slightly got punked by the barstool lawyers in Portnoy. And then like, now you're having this stuff coming out with KD. It was just like, ah, not a good week for Rappaport, man. No,
1: <laughs> not, a, not a good week. I I do think KD looked a lot. What Michael Rappaport looked bad, but KD looked much, like how long have you been out for this calf injury too? Like you played, has he played 15 games this season? Maybe.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it's, it's, you know, like, Went before he yeah. he popped the Achilles. It started off with a calf thing. So I don't know yeah. if like, but what I think blows my mind is like, does Katie even have calves? Like I think that's probably the issue. I it's just yeah, like, it's like it's probably some, just like one skin big raptor. it's probably just like one big Achilles that goes up to the back of his knee or something. That's why he's tripping out. Like so, I don't know, man. It
1: yeah uh, that. He's really good. I almost put money on him to be MVP this year because the odds were really good. And then I like chickened out at the end and I'm like, oh, thank God I did not bet on that because he's played like no games. I, I understand being safe, but at the same, I don't understand when these guys, like he's sat out the whole season and then sat out all last season, got paid, didn't do anything. And it's like, dude, you're, he kind of is acting like a big douche and he's not even like playing and he's not doing anything for his team uh that he's like trying to like fight people on the street it's like what like what what the hell's going on here
0: no for reals i'm like like hey you mentioned that it's like if i'm the nets owner where you got kd who's missed like most of the game and you're giving him max money and then you got like Kyrie who'll randomly just like miss road trips (laughs) like it'll be like oh he doesn't show up he's like he's like oh it's like oh he's dealing with the family matter and it's like the fuck and then you find out that he's like oh, you went to his cousin's birthday party and now he has to miss because of like COVID quarantining. So that's why it's like, that was like such a piece of shit move at the beginning of the season. I was like, dude, like you were just like trying to be unlikable at this point, man. You see
1: him like doing the Cupid shuffle, like at a a wedding, you're like, what? And then he would see him, the best is when he was on a like, district meeting for like someone up for Congress or like during in the Congress game, like, or like state legislature and you see him in a in like a freaking Zoom meeting and you're like, what? Like no, you like, missed the game for this?
0: Dude, if I'm the owner, I'm like, dude, that's a fucking game check. Like at least like be engaged, like like watch the fucking game. Like I don't know, man. Like so it's just yeah, dude. <laughs>
1: the, the thing with Harden going there that because if Harda didn't go there, I actually don't think it would have worked with just Kyrie and KD, even though like they'd had a deeper bench and all this stuff. I I have a strong feeling that with KD or Kyrie just leaving randomly, KD not I mean, they wouldn't be in first, that's for sure. And I I don't know if it would have worked in the playoffs. Cause I don't Kyrie as the real point guard, I don't think is that great for a team where he's switching off as a point guard like because LeBron was point guard half the time when they were in Cleveland and that's actually when Kyrie was the best when LeBron would kind of be helping facilitate things and doing all that Kyrie as a as the point guard he's too much of a ball hog he can't you got to take the ball out of his hands and then pass it to him
0: and I think that's what's so funny is that like remember how the narrative used to be when he was on Cleveland? It's like, oh, this is Kyrie's team. Like, Kyrie can, like, be – and it's so funny. Like, as soon as he leaves, I was like, god damn, you guys were disrespecting LeBron James, man. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, man. Because, <laughs> like, like, I'm LeBron a big – LeBron
1: going to the Lakers was the worst thing to me ever. Because I, I love Le- – do you like LeBron too? Yeah.
0: No, I'm a big LeBron fan. I think he's – like, whenever I watch him, I'm just like, that guy's the best basketball player I've ever seen. Like – him on yeah. the heat, like he did. Like him on the heat was just like, oh, like fuck, dude. Like, yeah,
1: it was, it was amazing. And like, if you just hate on LeBron, and like I root against him now because again he's on the Lakers, which like sucks when my favorite player goes to the team I hate the most. Yeah. And if he would have gone to any other team, I would have still like rooted for him. But I I can't now. But it just. It, the people who just hate him to hate him. It's like, man, you really missed out on how special like this, what is it? 17 years he's been in the league, just how amazing he's been this whole time. And uh, like, it's, it's crazy. Like he, Le, in my opinion, Jordan's like peak is better than LeBron's peak. Like just it, he was amazing. It could take over a game, but the longevity of LeBron and just how, many times he's taken his team to the championship and people forget jordan didn't make it to the championship every year so
0: (laughs) like well that's why i think it's a weird statistic they always go like oh well jordan was six and six in the in the finals and it's like it doesn't even matter it's like let's that means he lost a bunch of times before the finals whereas lebron at least lebron's like getting to the finals every year and then it's like and i think it's kind of a weak argument when some people are like oh like you know lebron wouldn't have been able to play in the 80s and 90s it was way tougher and it's like you're telling me that lebron james at six foot nine jacked as fuck like wouldn't be able to like he would have been fine he he would have been fine he would have adjusted and especially lebron james where it's like even at like 36 37 years old this dude's almost playing like 40 minutes a night like not taking rest nights like in a in a in an era where people are load managing like he's literally saying like no like I'm not gonna fucking rest, and I feel like that was one of the things I was worried about going into. Or, you know, like as the season was progressing, especially yeah. when Anthony Davis got hurt, it was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like LeBron James might be superhuman, but like, there's only they, like
1: he should. He was going for the MVP, and I think this might might bite the Lakers in the butt because I mm-hmm. don't high ankle sprain that could linger a lot more than you think. He may not be have the same pop like in when they need him to. I don't. I don't know. I think it might hurt them. But again, like he should have done some load management. And like I know, like the Clippers are like kings of load management and Kawhi was, but he hasn't actually really load managed this year at all. And I kind of feel like he probably should be because this season's so condensed. Like you, you almost need to. Oh, for, for the For your stars. But I, yeah, he, I think he did get hurt. You never know, but he's landed like that a million times and it could just be he's older, but I do feel like just winning that championship, the short break, and then trying to win MVP and playing like 39 minutes a game. I I think he probably got that injury or was more susceptible to it because of all that, but I, I don't.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's like, I feel like it will be one of two things. It's either one, it's going to be shitty and he's going to be having that lingering injury like all year long or two, maybe it was a forced break, you know, like maybe, he'll, you know, gets, you good know, it's him. like, yeah. So I don't know if that will help. Cause it's like, he still posts videos of him like working out. So he's obviously staying in shape. So I mean, I just hope he just doesn't rush it back. Like I like that the Lakers have been taking a cautious approach to Anthony Davis. Cause like, as far as I'm concerned, it's like the Lakers are so good that they could be seated at any, anywhere in the West and still, you know, they do should, well, if, if like... Anthony
1: Davis is healthy, they'll, I, again, I'm a Clippers fan, but I don't see the Clippers. The, the series will be closer than Lakers fans think it'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they don't think it's a rivalry, but it, it is the Clippers have been good for a long time. Like they had some years in between, but it's, they've been pretty good. And it, it is a rivalry. Even the Lakers fans don't think it is, but I, I think it'll go six games. Um, but the Lakers will win if the Clippers even get to that point. But I just, Anthony Davis, man, I, once LeBron starts to regress, I, can you really trust him to lead a team?
0: I don't know. I mean, because it's like we've already seen what it was like with him being the focal point, and they were a fringe eight seed, not even a playoff team. So I don't know. Like that's why. Like I definitely think that if the if the Lakers can see like the you know the wheels falling off LeBron, they'll definitely have to try to figure out. You know, they're going to have to figure out a replacement for him because I don't think you can just solely build around just Anthony Davis being the number one. Like he's good. Like I think he's a top ten guy in the league, but I don't know if necessarily you know he'll take you to the promised land you know like
1: even this year he hasn't really been top 10 like i would say overall i think he is but this year he before he even got hurt i he took like a step back a little bit to me and it could just be again the covid bubble thing and going through that and he's tall but i don't I don't know about you, but I I feel like he wasn't that good this year.
0: Yeah, Um, no, I think he was definitely, he definitely started the season slow and then, you know, then got hurt before he could even really kind of, you know. And I think we saw that with a couple people, you know, starting off slow, like, you know, Luka Doncic, like, I don't know if you remember when he started the season, he kind of looked like out of shape, like, wasn't, couldn't really hit his threes, but, you know, he's back to, like, I mean, that guy's, (laughs) that guy's so good. (laughs) Like, he's really good. I,
1: uh, I think, I, I like watching him cause he's like so different than most cause he looks slow, but it's like,
0: dude, him, him he, and Jokic are like, it's yes, I like,
1: actually like Jokic way better. I think Jokic is cause Jokic's numbers are his, his like percentages and everything are so much better than uh, Luka. Cause Luca's like high volume and not a very high percentage really. Like he goes through spurts where you, he'll, get a lot of threes and stuff but uh Jokic man he is and he just looks he still looks fat and is still good <laughs> luca had to get skinny again to like start balling out like freaking
0: <laughs> well and that's what's crazy about Jokic. it's like he doesn't like he doesn't look yoked like pun intended and like you know like no muscle definition but that dude still can back up anyone that's he's trying to post up on he can hit from three like it's just no that guy's so, so good, good like yeah no definitely
1: if that team is now that they have Aaron Gordon they're kind of they're pretty scary like i could actually see the way they match up it could be really tough for the lakers i think now that they have aaron gordon cuz that's a lot of like kind of bigger guys although they have no depth at all like the i don't the west is going to be fun i think cuz yeah even every game the Clippers lose everyone talks about how it's like oh this is proof that the Clippers suck and then they'll beat seven good teams and no one cares and then once they lose again or Paul George plays bad they'll be like oh yeah Paul George sucks and I'm like dude he's pretty good yeah he has some bad games in the playoffs he has some really good ones um I like I do I trust the Clippers to do anything no because I'm a Clippers fan and they've like crushed my heart too many times like i knew last season was gonna happen when they got the 3-1 lead i'm like oh doc's a coach like it's it's done that
0: was but, pretty rough man <laughs> oh, especially dude, when i was like yeah oh, dude it was like dude we're about to have lakers and clippers in the western conference finals like fuck yeah and it was just like dude what happened man
1: <laughs> dude doc Rivers stopped coaching man that's like how i don't understand how you like you get like you pay millions of dollars for all these advanced like metrics people who tell you don't put in Mantras Harrell, put in Zubats, and then you're like, no, I'm putting in Mantras who can't guard like like his stepsister who's like 150 <laughs> pounds. So I don't know what the hell, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, that no, was I... disappointing, but it it I'm used to it, so I'm like kind of dead inside from the from the Clippers. So <laughs> it's no. just. Rondo was a good pickup though i think
0: definitely i think that's really going to be good and like you know like he was someone that i was actually you know i mean man if that guy could actually get a shot he would be like i mean he's one of the best facilitators and defending point guards of all time it's like man if he had somewhat of a shot he would be you know i do an all-star point guard man so
1: that acl tear that he had uh kind of earlier on his career like kind of ruined him Uh, he wasn't the same after and then he played really good in the playoffs last year I don't even want that like I don't expect that I don't want like just decent defense and facilitate facilitate to give like Kawhi some breaks and that's all I could actually hope for because Patrick Beverly he's good on defense but he's not a real he's just a defender like he and he has okay threes but he can't Pass to that level that that Rondo can. Rondo's a freak with that.
0: Yeah, so. no. Beverly's definitely like. I mean, he's perfect pest. You know, like someone yeah. that like you want to have on your team, but you fucking hate playing against. So, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah.
1: I hated him when he was on uh, the Rockets. I was like, dude, this guy's a dick. And then he went to the Clippers. I was like, I love this guy. No <laughs> <So>. right, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, kind of like
1: KG, like on the, like. That dude, if he's not on your team, like the amount of trash talk he did and just how, I mean, he did tell, you know, like all the stuff with him and Carmelo Anthony, right? How, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was kind of epic. But that dude, he was, you don't want him on, on the other team. But if he's on your team, you love that guy. And, yeah, kind of the same thing with Pat Bev. So.
0: Yeah, no, I think it would be, uh, you know, I think, like you said, the West is going to be pretty interesting especially come playoff time and like you know like as someone you know okay it'll be really quick it's like I was like you a Laker hater growing up in Southern California I did not like the Lakers like for me it was because I was a big hockey fan and like you know, I don't know about you, but w- like I always had to watch the news with my parents, like, you know, mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And it's like, I'd be waiting for the, the hockey highlights. And it would always be the Kobe and Shaq, Kobe and Shaq, maybe a little bit of Dodgers. And they just like ignore hockey. So I always fucking hated it. Just like you, it's like, they're going to win every year. Everyone around you is just like, that's all it's. And I just like, couldn't stand it. And you know, what got me to like the Lakers? They were shitty for a little while. And all of a sudden, lavar ball and lonzo ball oh like, my god i was like this shit's sick Dude, <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: hey, LeVar ball man he, that guy i'm so pissed he's not allowed on espn anymore that sucks
0: no for reals and it was like because i felt like what he said it was like it, i mean it's like obviously it's like probably inappropriate but it was like dude like it's a joke it's a joke yeah it wasn't even like i come on i, I just felt he like was like dude to just like I, I, I don't know like I knew how a lot of people were like oh I'm sick of Lavar," but like I don't know man like I kind of like the crazy shit he was saying oh so I it was, love it yeah, yeah. I, I'm
1: like all about it yeah like what he said should he have said it no should he be kicked off of every network because of it no like I mean dude a joke is a joke he didn't even it wasn't even that bad to me and not to be like some like misogynistic like male or whatever but I'm like it like, if I'm going to get kicked off of networks, I want to at least say something better than that. That's no, I,
0: for reals, dude. No, and like I think that that's, you know, I mean, I can imagine, like, as, as a stand-up comedian, that's probably one of the things that's hard in the world nowadays is that you could literally say a joke and one person's oh, offended and the next thing you know, it's like, why are all these people coming at me? Like, you know, it's...
1: It's well, that exactly why I have a stage name, so I can say whatever I want and not have to worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... It's kind of crazy. Like one thing with, so with Levar getting kicked off. So when I was coaching, I like, I kept getting my first year, we would get screwed all the time by the refs. Cause we were like a brand new program. And like, one time I like slammed my chair. I didn't like throw it or anything. And I had this styrofoam cup and I like, got off the mat and I threw it. Cause our, we got like completely fucked on the call and the ref like comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna have to deduct a team point." But when I threw the cup, it was styrofoam, so I like threw it hard, but it just floated in the air. I was and, like, <laughs> "Oh, dude!" And the, I, like, I was like so embarrassed. And then I got a team point deducted. And I'm like, "Can I throw a different cup? Like, and can I redo it? And like at least like not look like a, a puss for this?" And he's like, "No, I have to eject you." And I'm like, "Please, man!" And I he's like and i'm like can i do it next tournament and just get a point he's like yeah that's fine next tournament throw a paper cup instead i was like all right we got it but i was like i got a point deducted for that like it was just so embarrassing no
0: for reals in the pantheon <laughs> of like college coaches getting kicked out of the the gymnasium you got bob knight throwing a chair and we got wade willis throwing freaking styrofoam cup oh, you know? <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. uh
1: uh, one last thing, because I know we're probably like short on time and talking yeah, no, about people sure. getting kicked off of things. But uh, like, you know, I'm like into Star Wars and stuff. And Gina, I know you've talked about Gina Carano and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, not to get into that, which whatever. I, to be honest, I was happy she was kicked off, not because of anything she said, uh, but because I, I think she's the worst actor on The Mandalorian. So I actually think for the future of Star Wars, it's probably going to be better. Uh, having someone that's acting range is like better than baby yoda's so yeah it's like I, I mean mando with the helmet on is better than her so i i just i thought she was bad and i don't well,
0: definitely like i i didn't think it's like definitely her acting chops weren't up to par like i feel like it's kind of similar with like gal gadot as wonder woman like it's like yeah she, she looks the part but then she like opens her mouth and it's like oh shit and like same with gina <laughs> carano but at least like you know like the one thing i did like about her was that like you know knowing her mma background and like she had jack shoulders and like she looked the part like it was like okay like she looks like she can kick some ass so like i mean that was it but like i think at the end of the day it's like it, like if if she didn't get fired under the circumstances she did like i don't think i would have like cared as much because like you said it wasn't like you know she was just like she stole the scene every time she showed yeah no it was (laughs) like
1: like, I'm like like, oh can she talk less is like usually what I was like yeah how I look at it like okay Disney I, I have my issues with them with a million things but like for her like if I'm the least talented actor in this show that's like giving me fame that I never thought I would have like probably don't post things like a dickhead and like, like Pedro Pascal, his like, I believe his, sis, his sister, his is trans. And she posted a bunch of like stuff about trans stuff before that. So like, also don't piss off the main actor in the show. Like don't Definitely. get in worse shape too. Cause like she, from season one to season two, she wasn't as in shape in my opinion. And it's like, all these, you did every single thing to get like kicked off of the show. And then you're like, wait, what? This is like unfair. And I'm like, no, it was unf- like, you could find someone as good of an actor and as good of a fighter just by throwing a rock into a UFC gym, you'll find some girl that can do everything that she could do and probably better. But I, that's just my, yeah. My
0: no, no, I totally agree with you. And it's like, it's, it wasn't like she just said one thing and it was like, no. Oh, you're gone. She was definitely straddling that line for like probably a year or so. A year. And yeah. like, and like I think I, I think what definitely kind of like rubbed people off the wrong way because it did it was like the thing that got her, it did seem like it was like she did like if you just looked at just that one post that, that she one got fired thing, for. It did
1: seem weird that she got fired for that. Especially because it
0: also just seemed like it was like, Are you kind of firing her for her political beliefs? Because mm-hmm. you know, when Trump was president, it was very vogue to call everyone a Nazi that like Trump or or the policies that were going on the U S so it's just kind of like, okay, well, one person's getting let go. And, you know, but like, but like we had mentioned, it's like, it wasn't like that was the first thing she said. And it's like, if you're a big multi-billion dollar company, it's like, and you know, it's the, it's the least talented actor, actress on your show. It's like, are we really going to risk this controversy and shit? Like, you know, it's like,
1: you know, no, it really, like no one's going to, how many people are going to unsubscribe? Maybe 10,000 out of the millions. Like, I mean, like if you unsubscribe because they fired Gina Carano, like we have bigger problems in your life. Like, (laughs) like, it's also also
0: the same weirdos that like, oh, I'm not going to watch sports anymore because they're kneeling for the flag. And it's like, like, really? Like, that's that's your hard line stance. Like, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. You know, and it's, it, you can always tell like the people. It's like the people on Facebook who's like their profile pictures like an American flag. And it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, of course a you're not. A picture of a
1: bike, yeah. a picture of a Harley. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. It's like, okay, I know. I, I'm surprised you even have Disney Plus to begin with, man.
1: <laughs> so, like, I've been around, in my opinion, the people who have the dumbest opinions on, like, political, like, things or anything, like, ethical and stuff, like, that I don't want to hear their opinions are actors and, like, people who are, like, fighters. And, like, I've been around them my whole, like, (laughs) I've been around fighters, like, my whole life because a bunch of my friends are, like, in UFC and Bellator and stuff. Like, I, I love them. I don't want to hear their thoughts on politics ever. And then she's both of them in one person. And it's like, what did you think was going to come out of her mouth? Like, there's no way it was going to be some, like, like something from Aristotle coming out of there. Like you knew it was going to be stupid. She's been punching the head too much. She has a huge ego. Cause she's an actor too. Like, yeah. I mean, are you surprised? Like, I, I don't that's know. What
0: I, like, that's what I think is <laughs> kind of funny. Is like, I feel like the public, like we're kind of, there has been like a backlash of like, Like, we don't really like just because you're a celebrity, like, we don't really like what gives you an authority or some moral high ground, like, just because you have a platform, you know? So it is just kind of like on all, like, you know, it's like, I really, yeah, it's like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Why are we asking her opinion on anything of importance? Like, she wasn't even a UFC champ, like, or anything.
0: No, I'm, yeah. Was she that
1: good of an MMA fighter?
0: No, I mean, mean, no. No, I mean, argue well. Arguably, it's like people probably know her more from. I remember when you know, because I think her last fight was probably like fresh our freshman year in college. I think that's yeah. when she fought Cyborg, and it's like, and before that, it's like I just knew her as like, oh, it's like she's kind of hot, like you know, MMA yeah. fighter, you know, like pretty cool. And then it's like, oh, she was on the American Gladiators reboot. I don't know if like when we were in high yeah. school there was some, Amer- and I remember like, yeah. oh yeah, like you know, <laughs> yeah, like all right, like you know, but then it's like. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like you know it was not like she was you know
1: she did it, it at the right time like the action like it was like right place right time i i still am like i mean she's better of an actor than ronda rousey but that's like the say. lowest bar ever like i don't i don't <laughs> and Tito ortiz better than those two i don't know if you ever saw a Tito ortiz act but that's oh. like oh <laughs> no, like I don't, I don't think I, I have.
0: Seen. I was. I, th- I think the only. I was gonna say. I think I've seen Randy Couture uh, when he was in the Expendables, yeah. and you know, oh, George St. Pierre, dude. He's in uh, Winter Soldier, and he's in the the new Disney Plus show. He was uh, the Falcon in the Winter Soldier.
1: Oh, was he decent in that? Or
0: I mean, like, did you have you seen the movie Winter uh, Soldier?
1: I, no, I haven't seen it.
0: Uh, okay, I mean, it's like he's basically just like a henchman dude. Like in oh, the mo- okay. in, at the beginning of the movie, like you know, speaking French gets away. And it's like this show he's speaking French gets away. So like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, he's, he's being very, he's GSP. found his niche. Yeah, no, definitely good niche. for him, man. I was like, you know, I was like before, and I was like, I, before we get out of here, I was like, shit, we are like running like almost an hour and a oh, half. Yeah. But I was like talking about GSP, like uh, shit. I was like, I don't know where I was going to go there, but you know, I guess pr- on the topic of GSP, because he's my favorite UFC fighter of all time. Like, do you have like an opinion on GSP by any chance? Because like, I know he's a, you know, he's as a wrestler. I was like, I don't know. Yes.
1: (laughs) He's strangely polarizing to people. Like I, he was just great. Like I, his style wasn't my favorite, but he was so damn good. Like I can't hate on like him at all. Like he was, he was really good, fun to watch. He seems like a pretty good guy overall too. So there's not much to like, Hey, like John Jones, lots of not like on that guy. So I, I yeah, I like him. His style is not, not my favorite. I, I, and I was, I'm a wrestler, but I think probably my favorite is Conor McGregor just cause he was just so exciting in his prime, but he wasn't a wrestler and I, I rooted for him against Khabib and I will root for him again if he goes against him again. And yeah, I don't,
0: Oh yeah. No, I think McGregor and Poirier are booked for their third fight in July. At least Poirier signed the contract. So, I mean, I'm with you. I am I'm, I'm a big McGregor fan. Cause I, cause it's like, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan also. Like I like WWE. Yeah. So it's like, I appreciate yeah. that. Like at the end of the day, UFC is wrestling's, professional wrestling's little mm-hmm. cousin. And whether you like it or not we don't want to i don't just want to watch like two random dudes fight like when i was in college and high school and stuff like when ufc was still fresh like i would watch every ufc i'd watch all the fights but now at this point it's like dude you gotta you gotta you gotta talk me into the room yeah like that's why like on my show i only ever really cover like the main event maybe the top two fights on the card because at the end of the day it's like there's so much shit to watch and like you know it's like and that's why I, i you know jake paul conor mcgregor it's like i appreciate these dudes that like hey like we need to talk these people into the room make me want to watch it so yeah you know and I feel like you know and like with GSP it's like you know he was you know I think the big thing that I'm gonna you know I feel like a regret with his career is I really wanted to see him fight Habib you know because I feel like Habib yeah. is someone that you know I feel like he's the the one a lot of people talk about as the MMA goat, and you know we could talk about this on another podcast because like, I'd like to have you yeah. on but like uh yeah you know, for sure yeah because yeah I know for sure so um, but dude, I this was awesome. I know I, I figure we can cut it off here because honestly, like the way this is going, I feel like we could probably go for another couple hours if yeah, we wanted yeah, to. For like, sure, oh, dude. what else yeah, do you want to talk sure. about? But
1: <clears <clears you <throat> know, it's
0: like, you know, this is awesome. Uh, is there anything you'd want to plug before we uh you know cut the recording off or anything?
1: Uh no, just uh well, my YouTube channel just is uh, Wade Willis. It's mostly I've been covering a lot of like anime on there so if you're into that which probably not much of a karaoke uh, crossover uh with your sports fans uh and that and yeah i will be doing uh some comedy shows coming up here soon so because those are uh coming back up so i will post those on my youtube channel too so
0: cool yeah We're right on man um you know i'll say this was dope i you know hopefully uh you know if you enjoyed yourself you should uh we should definitely yeah, try man, to do this again because this is pretty sick well all right yeah
1: awesome man thanks for having me
0: yeah no problem dude all right i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as as much as i did i plan on having wade willis on more in the future definitely i think it's you know while it is fun to be able to record these podcasts out of the tesla studio and be a dude who's ranting to himself talking about the things that he needs to get off his chest whether it be sports or other stuff it is awesome to be able to have like a buddy of yours to be able to bounce this stuff back off and actually have a real conversation. So, hopefully, this was a good feel good Friday for everyone. You know, help you bring into your weekend. So, whether you're listening to this on Friday night or Saturday afternoon or whenever it is you decide to listen to it, hopefully, you enjoy the conversation. And I'll be picking you guys back up on Monday with another episode of A Cali Green Monster Show. I'm your host, Dean Ryan. Coming to you from San Diego, California. Have a great one, guys. Peace.